there are some absolutely monumental changes coming soon for landlords and here are just a couple of the main ones that you really really need to know if you're currently a landlord or if you're a buy to let property investor and you're going to become a landlord. By the way, I did a YouTube video which talked through the entire renters reform bill and it's one of my lowest viewed videos, which says to me that either people don't really understand how massive these changes are going to be to all landlords, or they don't care. Landlords maybe don't think that this is gonna come into force or it's gonna affect them. But let me just be completely clear, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, these changes are coming in and you will be affected, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord. There's gonna be some form of the following changes and updates and new legislation that is seriously gonna affect you. And if you don't take action, you're gonna be seriously at risk. So have I made that dramatic enough? Are you all now biting your nails? Good, that's what I want. So let me just give you a few of these highlights. The first probably most famous one, this one's the one that's grabbing the headlines, is section 21 is definitely going to be abolished. There is no doubt in my mind, whilst it's not been made official, it's definitely happening. Now, a lot of people call section 21 evictions no-fault evictions because a landlord can evict a tenant using a section 21 notice for no reason. Maybe they just don't like the shirt they saw the tenant wearing today. Or maybe the tenant is from a part of the country that they don't like the accent of. Doesn't matter, you can use a section 21 for any reason and you don't have to state what that reason is. Section 21 is being abolished. What does that mean right now? First of all, nothing's changing today, but very soon what it means is you'll have to have a very specific reason to evict your tenant. Now don't panic because there are going to be actual grounds that you can evict a tenant for. For an example, the only reasons you would ever really need to evict a tenant, logically, is gonna be if they're not paying their rent, they're damaging the property, they're antisocial, or crime, things along those lines. So you are still gonna be able to evict a tenant, but you're just not gonna be able to evict a tenant because you don't like them, or because they haven't agreed to a rent increase, or because they've messed you around, or they're reporting too much maintenance and repairs and things like that. You're not gonna be able to evict them for no reason. You are gonna be able to evict them if you need to move back into the property, of course, or if you need to sell the property, of course, you'll still be able to do that. It's still your property, but what the government are trying to do with this, and they will, is to eliminate no-fault evictions. So be prepared for that. The next thing that is quite important in all of these reforms that are coming, and by the way, like I said, on my YouTube channel, I did record a complete talk through of the entire renters reform bill. That is all of the proposed changes, word for word, on my YouTube channel right now. Like I said, it was my lowest viewed video, which means that you either don't care about it, 
don't think it's important or don't think it's gonna happen. It's very serious. I've also done quite a few videos on each of the individual parts, just to try and help everybody understand as landlords what's coming. So another big highlight for me is the end of fixed term tenancies. I think that this is probably a good move for tenants and not quite as good a move for landlords. Let me explain. What it means is you're not gonna be able to say, here is a tenancy for 12 months. There are gonna be certain clauses in the tenancy agreement, which mean that the tenant can just leave if they want to by giving you notice. On one hand, from a tenant's perspective, I do agree with this because of course, they should be allowed to move if they need to. And at the moment, the only way they would be allowed to move is if they have an agreement with the landlord and the landlord allows them to leave their tenancy early. So I agree with that because, if, you know, everyone else who is not a tenant is able to move if they want to or need to. And there could be reasons for that. Maybe their children are moving schools. Maybe they're having problems locally. Whatever. There's going to be a reason why somebody needs to leave their tenancy early. But Perhaps more importantly, if the property is substandard, if you as the landlord are not complying with all of the hundreds and hundreds of pieces of legislation that you have to follow, certainly things like the HHSRS, which is really, really serious, then the tenant will be able to leave the property early. And quite rightly, you know, if you're a landlord and you're not providing adequate housing, to the tenants or compliant housing to the tenants. Yeah, absolutely the tenants should be able to leave. I think what's gonna happen is the tenant's gonna be able to leave with two months notice at any time. That's what I think's gonna happen, but we'll see. Periodic tenancies are coming. I also think that this is a risk for investors. If you think about it, if there is always a risk that in two months time, your property's gonna be empty for a month while you re-let it or it's another tenant is moving in, then that for me is an investment risk as well. That's something to think about for the future. If you've moved a tenant in, then I think that in the future that's gonna turn into a periodic tenancy and they can leave any time. So you either build that into your calculations for the investment or make sure that your property is fully compliant, your tenants are comfortable, the property's good, and you're looking after your tenant as best you can because that tenant is your investment as well. The next thing that is massive is landlord licensing. And I'm gonna link this with something called ROPA, which is the regulation of property agents. First of all, everyone's gonna think, well, that's just letting agents, right? No, it's gonna start with letting agents. And then it's gonna be anybody who manages a tenancy. And that includes landlords. If you're a self-managing landlord, a DIY landlord, then you are the property agent. You are the manager of that tenancy. So therefore, first of all, licensing is definitely going to come in. It's already coming in across a lot of councils already. So you're going to have to start preparing for that. And that means your property is going to have to be compliant. You're going to have to be compliant. You're going to have to apply to the council for a landlord license. My letting agency is going to be doing those applications for our landlords. And also we'll probably do it for other landlords that are self-managing that need help with that application and, and getting that process completed. If you're not gonna use a letting agent to do it, then you have to make sure, first of all, you get it done properly. Second of all, you're prepared for it. Your property's prepared and you're prepared and your tenants are prepared. And third, that you get it completely right. 
And then the roper aspect of that, I've linked the two together, is the qualification. You as a landlord are going to have to go through a qualification to make sure you're fit for purpose, to make sure that you are qualified and educated to be able to manage a tenancy. If you're an old school landlord and you've been a landlord for a long time, it might feel like, well, I know how to be a landlord. Just make sure the tenant pays every month and make sure you fix the problems at the property. Not anymore. There's 176 pieces of legislation that you as a landlord must follow. And it's become even more vital now. Tenants can sue you directly now for any substandard properties and you might not even realise that they are substandard. It's crazy. Like one of the HHSRS pieces is about the house being too hot or too cold. And you can be sued directly for that, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord. In fact, if you go to my YouTube channel or subscribe to my YouTube channel, then there is videos on my YouTube channel going through each part of the housing health and safety rating system, the HHSRS. This is massive councils have set up task forces to go and enforce the HHSRS and similar legislation. It's a revenue stream for councils now, so you can be certain that they are going to go and try and make money from you. The average fine at the moment is something like £15,000. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like this in my 24 years now. Is it 24 years? Oh my goodness me. 24 years of being in the property industry. I've never seen anything like this. This is massive. It's not just about get a gas safety done any, every year anymore. Anyway, ROPA, regulation of property agents. You are going to have to become a property agent. If you want to continue managing your tenancy, that's what you've got to do. Become a property agent. Or speak to me and my team. Why are you managing it yourself, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord? Is that why you invested in property? Is it? I'm asking the genuine question there. Let me know. Just comment on this because I want to know if... You got into property investing because you wanted to be some sort of tenancy manager, lettings manager, that sort of thing. Some people do. Some people actually quite enjoy the pressure and the harassment and the stress and the tension of all of this legislation and compliance and looking after the tenants and arranging contractors and dealing with all the legal side, letting property. Some people really enjoy that. I'd be interested to find out. If you're not enjoying that or you didn't set out to do that, then... I would make the argument that a letting agent will make you more profit than doing it yourself. If you want to challenge me on that, that's fair enough. But in the 24 years that I've been doing this, I've always seen pretty much every single case where the landlord will make more money and be safer if a letting agent manages the property for them. There's loads of different pieces to the renter's reform bill and the current the legislation that's coming in. There's loads. But rent increases, that's going to change. You're going to have to give much more notice to rent increases. And I think there's going to be a little bit more criteria to follow with rent increases and the process around it. Pets, you're going to have to allow pets in your property. You will not be able to decline tenants that have pets. I know, but there's a big thing at the moment about what tenants 
benefit from with pets and how their living is improved, their lives are improved with pets. So that's something you will need to take into account. It might also cause something different when it comes to repairs and maintenance of the property. But I do also think that tenants will have to take out some sort of policy or some sort of security against those pets being in your property. Same with children. I don't think you're going to be allowed to refuse children at your property anymore. That's certainly coming in. I agree with that. Unless there's a property which is kind of unsafe for children or not suitable for children, I think that might be different. This is not going to be one of those videos that goes into great detail about each one. But I do want to help you. So contact me. You can email me, tom at sewngroup.co.uk or go to my website, sewngroup.co.uk or just comment below and we'll contact you. And me and my team will help you, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord, through each part of the compliance of your property to make sure that you're compliant. We don't have to be your managing agent. We don't have to let your property for you. You can carry on doing all that, but it's vital that you get compliant now. It's so serious now, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord. I'm seeing so many landlords being battered financially, legally, and also causing themselves so much stress. It's unreal. So contact me. Me and my team will go through a complete compliance audit to make sure that you are fully compliant and to give you advice on what you need to do to get compliant. And that's probably the most important thing. You don't have to use my letting agency to do it all, but you just need to find out what it is you need to do to get compliant. So contact me, tom at sewngroup.co.uk. Sewn is my surname, S-O-A-N-E. And the last part of that is group. So tom at sewn, S-O-A-N-E, group.co.uk. Speak to you all soon.